Kemet gods, black Egyptian gods, summoned from heaven, blessed, dressed in only go yard, homie go hard, they stone and rob it in a stolen car, shoot the ballot box, no voter card, they all are frauds, Senegal's finest, minerals, diamonds, the earth is cursed, but I survived many climates, calm and thoroughly, they try to hymen Roth me, John Fitzgerald me, the industry never bought me. Welcome back to the Kickback, episode four. Got my boy Big Fern right here. What up? What up? Shit, man, how you been, man? I feel like I haven't I haven't seen you in a minute, and it hasn't really been that long. But. Uh, I've been chilling. I've been chilling. Um, you, you seem know. like you're doing better now. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing. Um, I'm able to I'm able to walk a little more now and stuff, so I'm doing pretty good. I saw you getting your Lance Armstrong on. on, on yeah, they got me doing Snapchat. The, they got me doing the bike, the the biking on the at physical therapy and stuff. So I'm getting my sea legs back, you know, just doing my thing and fucking starting to walk. Hopefully soon, pretty good. Shit. So. Next thing we know, you're gonna be able to all run a fucking volcano eruption, dog. <laughs> Well, they ain't, I don't think there's any volcanoes around here, but, you know, if I was near one, I would probably be able to... Hey, we can get fucked up by the one in Yellowstone, though, because I've heard that if that were to erupt, oh, well, it would that, get us. Well, yeah, if that one erupts, then everybody's fucked. And, you know, we, <laughs> we don't just... It's not just us worrying about it. The fucking... Midwest. Like, the country's gonna yeah. worry about that shit. What did you think about that? Man, it's... I guess I'll ask you what you think, but it's a lot about where I think, you know, the... I, I, you know, I like to look at it as like the motherland in Guatemala, yeah. you know, obviously where my, my, you know, my family's from, they got affected by the volcano, man, that shit's crazy, isn't it, like, yeah, it's fucked up, man, because like whenever you, you know, like, when you think of natural disasters and you think about them like here in the States, it's just like, you know, it's a natural disaster, like, you know, you, we'll get through it, you know, like, you'll have cleanup crews come, you'll have all sorts of rescue workers, but when you talk about like a country that's like, you know, a third world country, like it's tough yeah the damage that it, the damage that that volcano does or any natural disaster does it's probably gonna be permanent because they don't have the same resources that like over here we do you know what i'm saying so when you see all these images and all these videos that have been going on in the news about you know all the fucking everything that's destroying and it's destroying like whole villages and shit and it's like man that's you know that's, they're gonna be fucked up like that forever you know like they they ain't really they don't got you know they don't really got cleanup crews and you know the rescue workers that that we do up here you know so i mean that that's you know that's fucked up it's pretty sad when you think about it yeah that's why for me man because i've been down i've been down to guatemala shit i've been down there four times man and i haven't been down there in seven years now but you know i and like just from like what i've seen when i've been down there you know like there's a lot of poverty and it it just it makes it like it, for me that's what makes the feeling even worse that like knowing these people are already in bad condition like some of these people are already in bad conditions as it is mm -hmm. and now you throw in something like this and you know there's only so much that the, the government is going to do because you know I, I think everybody has an understanding about how some of these governments in these third world countries are like they're they're more for themselves than they mm -hmm. are for the people yep anywhere basically yeah um so it's kind of shitty, man. The the disappointing thing that I guess that I'm like that kind of is concerning to me is like you know I've seen like a lot of things natural disasters have happened in other countries, like you know other third world countries, and you see like all, everything all over on the news and like you know all these famous people trying to help, you know the government sending aid, a lot of aid, and I just haven't seen that for for what happened in Guatemala and. I feel like people think, oh, it's just a volcano eruption, and they'll get past it, and like that's that that shit to me, man, is kind of it kind of bothers me a little bit, but you know, I'm I'm guilty of it too, cause I don't think I've done anything aside from checking in on my family that's over there. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, I don't think I haven't done anything, but it's a little disappointing, man. I, it's just not the hot take, you know what I mean, and like yeah. the, the hot thing to do that everybody wants to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, that yeah, I've, I've definitely seen that as well, like. You know, whenever you've had, like, other stuff, like, you know, you'll have people pray for Paris, pray for, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see that all over social media. And I haven't really seen too much of this going, of any any of that going on with uh, with Guatemala. But, yeah, it's sad, man. I mean, I was I was watching the news, and 
and they had this clip of this of this woman. She had like she had like five or six kids or something, and she was saying that she's only found two of them. Damn. You know, she has no idea where her other four kids are at, or if they're even alive. You know, she's still looking for them, and and that's just you know it's fucked up. You know, just that'd be a fucked up situation to be in, cause you know, and it's not like these people have like cell phones or like. You know, they're not going to check in on Twitter be like, I'm okay, you know what I'm saying? They don't have shit like that, you know? They, they literally just have to go out and look for them. And, you know, some places are covered in lava. You can't go back in there, you know? So, I mean, it's just fucked up to think about, you know, like this lady's missing four of her kids. She has no idea where they're at. And that's just this one story, you know? I'm pretty sure there are hundreds of stories like this, you know? I think the death toll is up to what? One hundred and what fourteen? 114, you know? It's so, going to keep rising because yeah, you got to take into account, like... Because I guess the easiest way for me to explain it, right? In Guatemala, they have, like, they have the what you would consider here a town. Mm-hmm. But then they have, like, what, you know, where the, the people that are financially worse off than, than some of the people in the town are, they call them aldeas. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it, it's sad, man. It's fucked up now that I think about it. It's, like, you when I've gone over there to the places that they call aldeas and shit, mm-hmm. they have houses literally built out of, like, branches and mud, fool. Yeah. Like, and... You know, those people, like, some of those people aren't accounted for. Yeah, they're just like, shacks. Yeah. yeah like, and it, it, it's sad, man. Yeah, and I mean, I'm pretty sure the, the death count, they're only, they're only counting the bodies that they find that are dead. I'm pretty sure there's a shitload of people still missing that are probably dead. That they're just not counted for dead yet because they, have not, they haven't actually found the actual body, but... Yeah, man, that's, that's super fucked up, man. And That's one of the reasons, man, too, why, you know, I think as human beings, right... We always complain about the situations that we're in, right? We complain about how things are over here. Not necessarily... Some people don't see it as fair, you know, as like being a minority. And it's not the same here, you know what I mean here? Mm -hmm. But then you see something like that, man. Like, I've been over there, you know, I've seen it. And like, that's where my family comes from. And then I see something like this happen, man. It's like, fuck, I'm I'm thankful for where we're at. Exactly, man. Like, nobody should fucking be complaining, you know, unless you have a terminal illness or some shit. living, Living here... In this country, nobody should be fucking complaining about shit, alright? This is one of the greatest countries in the world, if not the greatest. And, you know, we don't know how... We don't know how easy we have it until, like, we actually go and see how other people are living. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I went to Mexico, you know, I'm from there. I was born there. But I hadn't been there since I was fucking, like, one, you know? And whenever I went back to Mexico last year, it's like, fuck, man, like... Like, shit's real, man. Shit's real down there, you know? Like, it's fucking real. Like, people are, you know, we're, you know, Mexico has some nice places, you know, some beautiful places as well, but where my family specifically, specifically from is, is, is not very nice. Yeah. You know? And you're like, fuck, man. Like, these little kids, you know, we bought an iguana off a little kid that was selling it, you know? And he, this kid was, like, eight years old, and he had some other little kids with him. One of them looked like he was, like, five or six and it's like, you know, these kids are really doing this shit to try to get something to eat, you know. They're trying to sell an iguana that they found in the wild so they can go, you know, to the shop next door and get some tacos or get some rice, you know, buy something to eat. Bro, the, the, one, of the, one of the best memories that I had when I went down there the last time, I was, uh, I was 16 when I went down there the last time. So shit, it's been 10 years since I've been, since I've been down there, actually. Um, I was 16, fool, and I remember, like, you know... My uncle, because I went with my uncle when I went down there the last time, and you know my uncle's doing well for himself here. And then, I remember we went down there and like, and we, you know, we were like, you, I, I don't, I don't know if you got that when you went down there because you're a little older now. But when I, I was a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I would play with all the neighborhood kids, everybody that lived there, and like everybody wants to hang out with you because you're coming from here. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like they think it's like this amazing thing that like this kid that lives in America is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And can speak your language. Yeah. And I, I remember, man, like, it was either, like, the first or, like, second day that we were there. Um, the paletero was passing by the ice cream, mm-hmm. man. And, um, you know, like, my uncle, like, stopped him. And, like, for all the kids that were there, man, and the started, kids started coming. And he started buying ice cream for them. And it was, like, it was, like, the best thing that could ever happen to those kids. You know what I mean? It was, like, the excitement that you see on those kids, man. And, like, that that's what, like, for me, the situation where I feel bad. Like, I, I mean, in general, I would feel bad even if I wouldn't have been down there. But, like, just all those thoughts and memories I have when I was down there, man, just makes it, like, ten times worse for me to see that shit. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that's why I think everybody, man, like, it, no matter what situation you're in, you gotta be thankful. Because there's always one person that's worse off than the situation you're in. 
or there's one person that has the situation that you think is bad there's one person that has already lived through that and, and done better for themselves you know what i mean and in mm-hmm. a lot of places like mexico guatemala honduras el salvador shit panama peru all those countries man like they don't have the opportunities we have yeah that's true and um, it's just crazy man but yeah, shout out to anybody, man. If we, if we got any listeners with family out there or anybody that was affected by it, shout out to you guys, man. Hopefully everybody's fine. Um, you know, we're keeping them in our thoughts and shit. Um, on another topic too, man, just to, you know, move away from that. But, man, one of the, you know, the, one of my favorite times in, like, that I experienced as somebody that, you know, I played soccer through all my youth, man. And, like, one of my favorite times, man, is, like, right now, the World Cup. Oh, and yeah. and I feel, I feel, I'm, I'm really excited because I feel like a lot of times I, for, I, I don't, like, watch as much soccer as I should mm-hmm. for how much I love actually playing it. I don't watch as much of it as I should because it's, it's just not the same, man, like, here in the United States, right? Like, you don't get all the games and if you want to get them, you have to pay extra and all that shit. But, like, the World Cup, man, is, like, one of the best feelings, like... It brings me back to when I was a little kid, yeah. and I I, I don't remember, I don't even remember what age I was, but I was already playing soccer, and then like I saw the World Cup for the first time, and then like seeing like the enjoyment that the fans get and how into it like people get it like you know in other countries even in Mexico man like yeah, like man. It, it, right it now is, and like right now in Mexico I guarantee you whether if Mexico wins everybody in every town is excited as hell yeah if Mexico loses you could see that everybody's down because it's the World Cup. Um, so I know, yeah, and you know, I don't watch soccer too much. I watch it whenever it's like, uh, you know, I don't get into like the leagues and shit like that, the MLS and you know none of that shit. I watch it when it's like the World Cup, you know, the the Euro Cup, you know, the Gold Cup, you know, when there's big the Champions shit, League you know, and everything. Yeah, you know, when it's the big, you know, when it's big tournaments, and obviously I root for my team. You know, I'm Mexican. You know, so I, I go obviously I go for Mexico, but you. You know, obviously Guatemala isn't in it, so you know, and also United States didn't make it this time around. Yeah. So who are you kind? Of, who are you kind of pulling for? Honestly, so Cup? so I'll, I'll tell you this: there's two teams that I would like. To, there's one team that I would like to see win, and there's one team that I would be happy if they won, and I would really like to see them advance further than the round of 16. Mm-hmm. So the team that I want to see win is Portugal, mm-hmm. and because I'm a big Cristiano Ronaldo fan, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, like. Cristiano was what, 17, I think, 16 in Manchester United already. And so to me, he, he's the pinnacle of soccer. And I know a lot, there's the argument with Messi and Ronaldo. I think they're both great in their own in their own way that they play. And I don't want to get into the whole comparison, but I want to see Portugal win. But and you might be surprised by this, but the one team that I want to see advance past the round of 16 is Mexico. Well, that'd be nice because they always get knocked the fuck at the out. round of 16. Yeah, they they have. That's always the round they never get past, you know. And so success. I'm pulling. I'm pulling for Mexico, you know, to to um, to get past the round of 16. But I would like to see Portugal win because I think this. If Portugal wins, even if Argentina wins, it's gonna be Ronaldo's last uh, World Rock, Cup yeah. in his prime, right? Yeah, in his prime, and then he that will pull him over. That I think a lot of people that doubt him that'll put him over the pinnacle. Even if he doesn't win, he needs to get to the the final game. Okay, I, I because got Messi got you know the last yeah, World Cup. Right. It was Messi that lost is the that lost against Alemania, Germany. Sorry guys, I'm getting a little into it, <laughs> but um. Yeah, man, I, I'm pulling for Mexico, and man, and it, you know it's a sensitive topic. Like, it sucks, man, that the U.S. isn't in it. Like, I root for the U.S. all the time when they play. I want Guatemala to get there one day eventually, but I know it's the the there's not enough money into the international into the national team hmm. in Guatemala yet, and that's why it hasn't like the talent hasn't caught up with the rest of the of the world yet. But it's disappointing, man, not to see the U.S. in it because. They got a lot of young talent, but I am happy though that it that you know in this current climate that we're in in 2018 that they didn't make the World Cup for one reason because I know this is gonna ignite the country to put more energy behind soccer. You know, you you're starting to see like you know I grew up in California for most of my life. I played soccer from the age of seven all the way till I was 18 in high school. I, I stopped playing here at the high school, um, and and when I first moved here, when I would come here, you would never see like. Soccer wasn't that big here. It's either football yeah, or yeah, basketball. Yeah. But now... In Minnesota, also yeah, hockey. Yeah, in hockey. 
But now you start to see the amount of energy and money they're putting into soccer. And yeah. for me as We've someone... we got a pro team now. Yeah, and for me as someone that grew up playing soccer, I appreciate it. Because mm. it's like, I, you know, I want to see my kid. Obviously, I'm not. my kid's going to play what he wants. But there is a sense of enjoyment that I get seeing them play the sport that yeah. I played right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Qu- uh, question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Are soccer players pussies? Absolutely not. I think... I think... <laughs> I think that's that's I think a misconception that a lot of people have in but they America. Flop. They do flop a lot though. I mean, it happens in basketball. You yeah, get it in no, football, but, like. But I mean, but I mean, soccer players are kind of over the top. I, I, and and I think I think the reason why a lot of people that don't watch that are casual watchers, right? I think the reason why they think that is because there's so many soccer leagues around the world that you know when you see highlights of players flopping and all that, a lot of times it's it's these leagues that aren't established. And you do see a lot of the big names do it, like Cristiano Ronaldo does it a lot, Messi will do it, but you could say the same for basketball with James Harden, LeBron, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But one thing that I will say, and, and this is my opinion, I think that soccer players are the most athletic athletes in the world. If you can't compare it. They're running for 90 minutes, 45-minute halves, well, continuously. I think, I think they're definitely the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Like endurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a word. I can't fucking remember. They're definitely like the most endurance players, I feel like. Most conditioned players. Yeah, most conditioned. They're the most conditioned players. But athletically, I don't know. Basketball might be, might have, uh, I th- maybe basketball, I think, maybe might be more athletic. I don't think so. I think in the U.S., it seems like that. And I, and I think this is where the tide is going to turn for soccer in the U.S., I could be speaking out of my ass because I'm, I'm not an expert by any means in any sport. I think the tide for soccer in the United States is going to turn. Right now that we're going to see a lot of people, football is going to decline. The more studies come out in, uh, in, on head injuries, like it's going to decline slowly. It's Slowly, but it's going to decline. The, 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 the numbers say that. Um, I don't know if it's gonna decline. What do you mean decline? Like, like the amount of parents. There's not so many parents. Like it's gonna. Like you see it now. Not a lot of parents want to have their kids play football. And that that's not necessarily what I'm trying to touch on. I don't. I don't. Subject for another day. But I think when that starts to happen, a lot of the American-born athletes that go to basketball or soccer, or I mean, or football, are gonna start going to soccer. And when we start having our our most athlete elite athletes in the United States start playing soccer. That's what's gonna put the United States soccer over the top, cause that that's where we we struggle right now is a lot of these top athletes either play football or basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When once they start to go into soccer, that's when soccer in the U.S. is gonna make that next jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that's cause imagine cause Odell Beckham Odell Beckham for example his original sport that he wanted to play was soccer. soccer yeah. And he didn't because obviously there's more more money and people think there's more money in football and stuff. Well, there but definitely is right now. In, in the United in the United States, maybe. Yeah, well, but yeah, if you go country, overseas, yeah. oh yeah, I know. if you go overseas, you're gonna yeah, get paid well, tremendous amounts of oh, money. Oh yeah, I'm not talking like, about them though. I'm but talking about here. yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But I think when that happens, you're gonna see the inc- like the elite athletes, and then the U.S. is gonna get to that elite level. Yeah. But who you obviously you're pulling for Mexico. Yeah. Who else, who else do you think has a shot? Who do I think is gonna has a shot? Mm-hmm. Shit, like Germany or Brazil. Yeah, I think one of them gonna take it. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, man, it's gonna be. I mean, it's one of the best times for me, man. I, I fucking, I, I was at work. <laughs> I was at work the first day when uh, Russia played Saudi Arabia. I was watching the fucking game there. I didn't even work for the like hour and a half just watching the game, just wilding out. But no, that's crazy, man. Um. Fucking so, so since what about uh so you know we were talking about soccer and basketball basketball free agency coming up who do you think is going where I'm gonna sound crazy because I'm gonna sound like every crazy Laker fan but I like to be objective <laughs> I like to be objective but man the news that I saw today man I it, it, as a Laker fan man like the last few years have not been the greatest and then the news that I saw today. That Kawhi prefers to be traded to the LA, to LA, preferably to the Lakers. That to me was was it, it gets me excited just for free agency and this time into the up until the draft mm-hmm. because like yeah it's cool if LeBron comes and, and I want LeBron to come but 
I'd, I feel better if we get Kawhi Leonard, if he's healthy, if it's not a chronic injury that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see Kawhi. If, if the Kawhi trade happens during free agency, man, I, I, I see LeBron coming out the Lakers. Um, and I potentially, you know, they'd have the money to, to sign Paul George. But it's a long shot, man. Like, I think a lot of people are thinking it's going to happen. I want it to happen, but I think it's a long shot, man. You, you know, you would see, like... I don't, I don't know if I see the San Antonio Spurs, man, trading Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers in the same conference. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... What are you thinking? Where do you think these, these top free agents are heading? So you got... I'll take one of them in Minnesota, though. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but they'd have to... I mean, I could... Man, like, they Minnesota has the talent to where they, they, they're one piece away, but they would have to trade Andrew Wiggins away. Like, he would have... If, if it's, like, for Kawhi, Wiggins would have to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think... Like, because San Antonio is going to want something. But then again, the way I look at it is San Antonio doesn't have the leverage. Kawhi's a free agent next year. Mm -hmm. So it's like too many teams aren't going to give up. It's going to be like a Paul George situation. Well, even if it's not Kawhi, but LeBron is a free agent, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, LeBron's a free agent. Or like KD. Yeah, but I, 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 I just... The only reason why I couldn't see... I mean, I'm not saying... I don't think they're coming to Minnesota. I don't... You know, that's not... I'm not saying, oh, they're coming to Minnesota. You know, no. But I'm just saying like, you know... you know, if they if one of them motherfuckers wanted to come up here, hey, we would take him. Even though I think KD's a little bitch for doing what he did, you know, just leaving Russell Westbrook behind and jumping on the coattails of a of a super team already just to go get his rings, you know, hey, I would still take his grasshopper ass looking motherfucker over here, you know. Yo, since we're on the topic of KD, dog, I don't think I don't ever really hate players, and I don't say players suck because they're at an, at an elite level. Yeah, he doesn't that, suck. He no, doesn't no, that, suck. no, I'm saying no, no, I'm not saying you said that. But I'm saying, like, I would never say that even if I hate somebody or they piss me off because, obviously, they're at an elite level that I can never get to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, if there's one dude that I despise, man, it's Kevin Durant because he acts so cocky now. Like, he tries to act hard on the basketball court, and, like, I hate that. He's a front runner. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit pisses me off. I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's over there drawing at players now. It's like... Where the fuck we? Where the fuck was this KD back in Oklahoma? You know what I'm saying? Where was this fuck KD when you were up three one? Right. Fuck out of here. All in a nutshell. But but I mean, if he wanted to come to Minnesota, I'd be like, hey. I don't hey, want him on the Lakers, say? dog. I don't want him. If we get him, cool, because I know he's good. But I don't want him on the Lakers. I don't. I, you wouldn't take him. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, well, would, yeah. I mean, you would take yeah, him, yeah. but you you wouldn't prefer him, like. Nah, I, I mean. Okay, so if you had your choice, LeBron, KD, or Kawhi, who would you? Who would you take? I would take Kawhi. You would take Kawhi. I like I I, I would take Kawhi because even if his injuries maybe. Well, see that's that's the if factor. That's right that's there. the thing. Yeah, that's the thing you don't fucking know is like if his injuries gonna be long term and he's if he's gonna be fucked up, then you you know you probably better out taking one. Probably better out taking KD. But what I would say though is the medical staff of the Lakers, I'm sure they're gonna take a look at him or want some like information before they make the trade. Yeah. But I, I would want Kawhi for the sole factor, man, is like, when I, and I would want LeBron too. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I wouldn't want LeBron, but LeBron is older now. Yeah. You know, logic thinking says that he's going to slow down. Yeah. And, you know, he's not going to, it's coming. It happened to Kobe. It happened to Jordan. It, it happens, you know, with age. Father time defeats all. Um. So I would want Kawhi because I just think Kawhi, man, is all around, man. Just his defense He's competitive as all hell, even if even though he's as quiet as he is. But I would want Kawhi, man. Like, but I don't think if we just get Kawhi, I don't think that puts the Lakers over the top. Like, mm-hmm. it puts you in playoff contention. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it would either. But you need another. You'll need somebody else, especially in the West, because all the good teams have two stars. You have the good teams like Utah, mm-hmm. but don't you you know those teams are they have a ceiling that they're gonna reach. Yeah, when when you have teams like Golden, like State. they'll make the playoffs, but yeah. they're they're probably not gonna win it all. Yeah, yeah. And so, but I like think, Minnesota. I yeah. feel like they can make the playoffs, but they're probably not gonna you know be winning any championships. But the thing with Minnesota though that I like is they have three talented players that yeah. aren't there yet. They can get yeah. That if when they reach their prime, mm-hmm. you know, well Jimmy Butler, I think he's already kind of there. But like uh, Anthony Towns and Wiggins. You know, Wiggins in the fucking playoffs, he was, I think he was kind of, he was the most consistent one out of all three yeah. of them. You know, so, if Wiggins reaches, a, a, you know, his prime consistently and he's, because, Wig, man, Wiggins, this motherfucker, he looks, 
whenever he, he like gets his mind in the fucking game, it's like it's he he almost looks unstoppable. He's a dog. He'll fucking man. drive to the ball like he looks he looks beastly out there. But then he'll fucking disappear for a whole, fucking the two whole quarters. It's like where the fuck was the Wiggins in the first quarter? Where where do you go the, the next two quarters? You know what? You, know? you know one of the things for me that's like the most disappointing with Wiggins, and I, and I don't remember if we if I had this conversation with you or somebody else, but I always thought Wiggins was gonna be a top wing defender in the, the defender. league. Yep. And, and, and we and, did have that conversation, yeah, right? And, and he fucking sucks dick. And yep. he and like man, it's disappointing to see like because he had he had so much talent, man. Well, it's not only him too. You know, Anthony Towns needs to work on his fucking defense too. And and it's not there either. And I was excited. Remember, I think there was a point in time when remember Tom Thibodeau wasn't wasn't hired yet, and I wanted him to come to LA because of his defensive schemes. Mm-hmm. But I think Tom Thibodeau hasn't adjusted to how the NBA has changed. Because when he was a defensive uh, coach for the Celtics when they won the title, that's what got him there. Like, I don't give a damn what anybody says. Doc Rivers did not win them that title being the coach. It, it had to do a lot with Tom Thibodeau's defense. And I don't think he adjusted to how the NBA changed to being more pick and roll, popping out to the three. And then I don't think he adjusted to that. And I think he's so fucking stubborn, man. And I hate the one fucking thing I hate about him is how much he plays the fucking starters, dog. He'll play them 40 minutes plus and kill those guys. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the fucking problem. They were saying that's, they were wondering maybe that's why Jimmy Butler fucked up his knee. You know? I mean, who knows, right? But, I mean, I'm sure it didn't help if he's playing all those minutes. But, I don't know. Uh, if they, you know, I, I feel I feel like if Wiggins and Anthony Towns can reach the ceiling and, you know, before Butler gets too old and or before one of them fucking leaves... I think we might, you know, we'll have a good chance of, you know, making a little run in the playoffs. You know, I don't know about with all these fucking super teams, you know, like like Golden State, but hey, you know, if someone from Golden State leaves, I heard Jamon Green was gonna was gonna. Um, he wants a super max contract. Yeah, I heard he was like, is he is he a next he year the option? Next, next year, year, next year. So he okay. already said he wants the super max. He's gonna get a super fuck you because he ain't no super max player. <laughs> oh man, Draymond Green, like I. I don't even want to get on the topic with that. He's one man. of those fuckers that... He's one of those players that, that you hate because he's on another team, but you would love if he was on your team. But I, you know I, what I'm saying? But the way I look at it, though, is if Draymond Green goes to another team, he he would fall into that category of just another average player. He does nothing. He's a good defender, but he's a good defender because you've got KD on one side. You've got Clay Clay Thompson. His defense is underrated as fuck. And then obviously you got the liability with Curry, but then you got Iguodala. Like, how can you not play good defense when you're playing? You're guarding someone, you know, two on one most of the time, and you're play. You got all athletic players that can move within the within the paint and pop out and guard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think he would just turn into another average Joe. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Fuck Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Warriors, man. Shit. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, all right. So, so you picked them. You picked the Cavaliers to win in seven. Man, I picked Golden State to win in six. I think. Yeah. I mean, we we're both wrong, but I mean, hold man. On. I, yeah. I mean, I knew Golden State was gonna win, man. I knew that the Cavs weren't gonna be able to, you know, overcome it. It was just the. It was. It was just the fan in me, man. Cause like, a lot of people, man. You know, like we've touched on it before. A lot of people love to hate on LeBron. Mm-hmm. But me, dog, as being just a fan of basketball, taking away of who's my team, who's not. LeBron is the greatest fucking thing we've all witnessed, whether you want to say it or not. You know what I mean? And I wanted him to fucking pull this off because if he would have won this year, it ends all conversations of who the best ever is. Even if he's not 6-0 in the finals. And you know what I mean? That game one, man, that game one really fucking changed shit, man. If- if the Cavs come out of there game one with the win, it gets a I longer think, series. I think, I think, man, we might be talking about how the Cavs won. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I don't know. Fuck it. It's it is what it is. Season's you know, over. Season's over. Jr. Smith can drink some Hennessy. His drunk as he was probably drunk as fucking game one, looking all fucking glossy eyed over there on the fucking court. But so yeah, season's over. Moving on to something else that's. About to start, you know, football season. You know, OTAs are wrapping up. I fucking heard. That, I don't know. Did did David Irving get suspended again? Substance Damn. fucking abuse. I think 
it's time to drop that ass. You think so? Dog, it's three years in a row. Three years in a row, dog. Hold on, how many games he suspended then? Four games. After three years in a row, they're still only giving them four Be- games? Yeah, it's four games. Meanwhile, fucking what's his name from Cleveland got fucking suspended for like a whole year for smoking some bud? Yeah, man. I don't what know, man. But Dave, I mean, dude, and the problem is, is like, David Irving is fucking talented, dog. Like, he's good. Like, what he's shown when he's played, he's good. And then this fuck shit, man. Jerry Jones, let his ass go. Fuck it. Jerry Jones ain't gonna let him go. He always backs up his plays no matter what. Hey, man, he let Des go, so, yeah, you, you know. You beat a bitch, I don't care. I'm still backing you up. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he had the right, though, to, to back up Elliot because we all knew <laughs> it came out that that was a bunch of bullshit. And, but, yeah, man, I'm excited for football, though, man, to get started. I... This year, I'm, I'm, my expectations are, like, always with the Cowboys. And I'm not one of those delusional fans that are saying, yo, we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. But my expectations are always high for the Cowboys. And this year, you know, I, I want to see. Yeah. I don't want to hear that excuse of Elliott is suspended six games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that excuse. I don't want to hear that excuse of, all right, now we got, you know, Dez is the problem. I don't want that, that excuse isn't there now. So now, my expectations are set high for those sole reasons. Because there was a lot of excuses and I'm the type of person, I don't like excuses. So now, I want to see what y'all do. I want to see if you guys can make the playoffs and make and win more than one game. I mean, what do you, what do you, are you, I'm sure you're pumped with the Vikings, you know, they, they, they got better. I don't care what people say, they yeah, got better. I, yeah, they did get better. I feel they got better. Um, the only thing, hmm. yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can see with the Vikings Maybe regress a little bit is gonna be in the passing game out of the backfield with Jarek McKinnon gone. Yep. Because Jarek McKinnon was a fucking beast oh, catching yeah. the ball. Yeah. And Delvin Cook is, is is similar in a lot of ways like that, but he doesn't have the same receiving skills. He can he can catch the ball like a lot better than Adrian Peterson could, but Jarek McKinnon was just like on a on a different level being able to catch the ball in the backfield. McKinnon. So McKin- and, and that's not, and I don't think it's gonna be even that much of a drop off. You know, it's still it's gonna be a little drop off, but you know, I still think that. Uh, Delvin Cook's gonna be, you know, do a pretty good job of uh, of catching the ball and obviously running the ball too. I liked the first few. What was it? Two games or two games that Delvin Cook played, or how many was it that he played? He played. Yeah, he played two games. He got he got injured in his third one. Yep. And so I was I when I, when I saw you know the combination of how they were playing, you know, giving carries to both of them, all three of them, because uh, yeah, Latavius Murray. Murray was getting carries too. But I liked how to me when I looked at McKinnon for the Vikings, he was like that energizer that came in. You know, and would get those those passing downs. And, and McKinnon's small, but that fucker was like built. He was built yeah. like a little tank. Like he wouldn't go down. He, yeah, easy. he wasn't. He wasn't no punk. Like in the in the Green Bay game, it was the goal line. I remember it was him and the linebacker, and he just fucking bulldozed his fucking ass and went in for a touchdown. Like. He's a, he's built like a little fucking tank, like he's you know what I'm saying he'll run over a motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm expecting NFC chat at least an NFC championship game again for the Vikings, or it's a failure this year. I don't think it's a failure because I, I don't I don't see why people think that whenever you got Kirk Cousins for three years, and also whenever you have a, a team that's still in their prime, everybody's in their prime or entering their prime. Nobody's getting old. Nobody's so, getting, nobody's you know over the hill. So I get what you're saying. And I agree with what you're saying, but the reason why I think it would be a bust, that fucking defense, dog. It's fucking elite. It's one of the best yeah, defenses. Yeah, and, and we're not losing anybody. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying, though, because, okay, let, let's look at it from this perspective, right? They had the year they had last year. If that defense drops off, it's, it's, it's going to be a failure, dog, because that defense should not drop off at all because they kept the same core well, together. I mean, you, I mean, you can't, I mean... I mean, how much farther can you really go when you were the number one defense in the NFL? Win it all. Not only that, but you were the best defense in the history of the league and getting teams off of the field on third down. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's not very much. There's not much farther you can go. Yeah, you, I know you're the talking Super about, Bowl is no. Not, you're talking about yeah. yeah. You're talking about the. You're talking about like wins and losses. I'm talking about like. Progress, progress yeah. in the defense. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it could progress that much more. Yeah, but, I don't think you know? I, so. I don't think it could progress that much more. You talk about a of decline, stats. A, a decline in how they played last year. Too far down, obviously. Yeah, you mean, don't you don't expect they had a great year last year. Like like you you know passing history of keeping teams off the field, and I don't expect that again. But I don't see a a, a, a dramatic 
decline because no, that would be I a think, disappointment. I think as long as as long as they're a top five defense, which I think they will be easily, you know, they're gonna they, they're gonna be, they're, they'll be a top five defense if not top three. You know, maybe repeat as the number one defense. I don't know. I mean, I think it's gonna be pretty hard to be the number one passing defense and the number two rushing defense again in the league. Because now you got more teams adjusting to yeah. it, like watching as, film on the yeah. Vikings. As, lo- as long as they're a top five defense, even the top ten defense, you know, if Kirk Cousins does his thing. You could win with the top ten. You know, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, look at our offense last year, right? We were like the tenth or the eleventh with Case Keenum, you know. And Case Keenum, not to bash him or anything, you know, he was a good quarterback. He, I think he has a really good Yo, um, skill set in terms of standing in the pocket, delivering the ball while taking a hit. But at the same time, He's case every, everybody knows that his accuracy wasn't all there. And as a Viking fan who watched all the games and watched literally like every snap of every game, we know that his receivers bailed him out a lot, a lot of times. Do you? Uh, what did you think about the, the the top 100 NFL players and Case Keenum being what 51, I think, and Kirk Cousins was 98? What did you think about that? I mean, I don't pay too much. I don't, I don't put too much stock into that. I would Neither, I, what I will say, I mean, I I get it because Case Keenum, you know, went to the NFC Championship yeah. game, and obviously Kirk Cousins didn't even make the playoffs. A lot of it is based on that, so I get that. You know, that's fine. What I do, what I will say about the one top one hundred though is the disrespect that they're showing Harrison Smith, man. The disrespect yes. number. What was he number forty six? Are you fucking kidding me? This this guy literally has the best shutdown safety. Yeah, not only that, he has the best PFF score in the history of PFF. He literally just got that record last year. Tell him. He literally made almost no mistakes. He had like a 98% rating. He, like, the, what? Who Tell the him. fuck does that? Who does that? Tell who, him. Who, who the fuck covers receivers and stops the run and gets that far of a grade? You know, the only other player that's close to him is Aaron Donald. But he's a defensive tackle. He's not back there covering receivers. Yeah. All he does is rush the passer and stop the run. You're talking about a player who rushed the passer, stopped the run, got interceptions, fucking covered receivers every single game. like, And he gets a, almost a perfect fucking PFF rating. And you're going to put him at, at 46. You know, you know, you know Get what? the fuck out of here, football players. No, no, no. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. But it's... it's it, and, and, and what I go back to every time when I see shit like that, right... When I go, what I go back to every time is football players, and uh, they're just like the fucking media. It's like a if popularity yeah, contest. Yeah, it's a fucking exactly. popularity contest. If you don't play in a because, big yeah, team, because what the fuck is Earl Thomas above above Harrison Smith? Earl Thomas didn't play nowhere near as good as Harrison Smith. But no, Earl Thomas has been around for fucking how many years? He's been a good, he's been a great, you know, safety for. How many years? Yes, years but he's now. not he's not that great safety anymore. And guess what? There's another safety that's a lot better than him now. His name is Harrison Smith, the best safety in the league. Shit, Don't I give me that shit. I think he's forty six best player in the league. Fuck out of here. I think even my my favorite safety in the league. Not saying he's the best, but even my favorite safety in the league. And Ty Matthew, Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. I think he's better than Earl Thomas now. He obviously wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. but I, I think even he's better than Earl Thomas now. But I feel you, man. I I saw the disrespect with Harrison Smith. I hadn't talked to you about it, but yeah, man, it's fucking popularity contest at the end of the day. Yeah, it is. You know, that one year that Peterson didn't fucking, what was it, 2015? Yeah. Or 2016? One year where he didn't fucking play and he got like 90-something on the top players. And it's like, okay, this is clearly a popularity contest if this motherfucker didn't play. You know, he only played like two games, but he's still on the list. I don't know, but that shit, you know, I, like I said, I don't put so much stock in it, but I mean, it's like, come on, man, you gotta fucking recognize greatness, you know, don't fuck around and say that this shit, you know, that he's... But, that, but see, that's exactly why I hope, I don't I don't know too much about Harrison Smith, I, I just know him from playing on the football field, and what I've seen, but I hope that he's one of those players that takes this disrespect, and plays even better, like, it, it you know, it makes him like, alright, so last year wasn't nothing, watch what I'm gonna do now. Right, right. It, take this now, take that. Uh-huh. right. And then I did see, you know, one of the things that pissed me off yesterday, Dom, scrolling through Instagram, and I follow Meek Mill, and I see the fucking Super Bowl ring of the Eagles. <laughs> fucking disgusted, man. Man, fuck the Eagles. Man, I was fucking disgusted in that shit. You know shit. what? Man, I... Man. Tell him. Let him know. I'm just going to say, man, if I wasn't feeling for that playoff game, 
I wouldn't be here right now. Man. I'd be in fucking jail. I'd be dead somewhere. I'd be somewhere because I ain't gonna let no motherfucker throw a fucking beer bottle at me and think he's fucking cool getting away with that. Fuck that. I'm swinging. I'm throwing beer bottles back. I'm throwing my phone. I don't give a fuck. I'm throwing the fuck whoever the fuck sitting next to me. I'm throwing them at them. I don't give a fuck. Ain't shit sweet out here. Yeah, fuck motherfuckers. That. You guys, motherfuckers over there probably got a bunch of them soft ass Minnesota fans. Motherfuckers, there's, there's some not so soft ass Minnesota fans here too, bitch. Fuck the Eagles. Second that. But yeah, man, that shit made me sick to my stomach, dog. But that shit pissed me off even more being a Cowboys fan. Fuck McMill, too. Fucking bitch. And I don't even... And I like McMill, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but fuck him for being a Philly fan. Fuck me instead of free him. <laughs> throws ass back in jail, motherfucker. <laughs> just came out just in time to celebrate his shit, motherfucker. Oh, man. It was, it was dope to see, though, how the city rallied around McMill, though, like... Fuck him though. Nah, He's a Philly them. fan. Fuck him. Fuck them shit eating motherfuckers over there. Fucking <laughs> horse shit eating motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers eating horse shit out there. That's how they celebrate. Who the fuck does that? Duh, that's a wild, literally wild Who shit. Who the fuck is like, oh shit, we won a Super Bowl. Time to go eat some shit. Who the fuck thinks like that? Bunch of fucking sick cocksuckers out there. Let them know. You already know. I don't know. No but all I know here. is that if these motherfuckers, oh man, if we, if, I don't know, man, but say we make it to the playoffs next year, <laughs> and those motherfuckers gotta come up here, they better be fucking ready. They better be ready, cause you know damn well I'm gonna be at that game, and I'll be fucking ooh, just open hands left and right. Bah, man, bah. man, I, I, did I tell you that I went during the Super Bowl? You know, obviously Super Bowl was up here. Yeah. I was at the mall, and I was like, "Fuck Philly!" The people who I seen wearing Philly gear. Yeah. The motherfuckers run so hard then. I was by myself. Dog, because they feel, it's like, it's that whole, I'm in a group, I'm going to get crazy. We finally made it to a Super Bowl again, and we finally have the opportunity to win one, and they did. But they're cocksuckers. They're yeah, the day. Yeah, they fucking are. Fuck them. Y'all know how we feel. It's episode 4, Fuck Philly. <laughs> That's what the name of the episode is going to be. Fuck Philly and Meek Mill. What now? Fucking, so... Um, aside from fucking football, dog, what's some other shit you're looking forward to right now? It's fucking full fucking fledged summertime in this bitch now. Finally enjoying Man. some hot ass weather. A little too hot. It was like fucking 90 degrees today. Holy hey, fuck. dog, I would tell you, though, a little too hot is too good for me. I'm fucking sick of the cold. I was sick of the cold already, <laughs> man. You know, uh, you know, it's cool, you know, and we talked about this earlier, how, how we got to get on the lake on the jet skis and shit. I love being on the jet skis whenever it's a hot ass day like that. Like yeah. today, you know? That's like the perfect day to be, you know, just on the lake. Yo, you know, thinking about chilling. it, I don't think any of the days that we have gone, it hasn't been as hot as it was today. Nope, like, been. it was lower, like, in the 70s, because we go later into the yeah. summer, and, like, fuck, man, now I want to go jet skiing. Yeah, we should fucking go. That'd be that, Yeah, it's just fun. I remember when we went last year, and both of us fucking flew off of them. <laughs> I was I actually talking about jet skis, man. Fucking, you know, crazy ass widow and, and fucking Jesse at work yep. was showing me this thing. Uh, you like, it's like a boat basically and then like you have a jet ski and then you like pull up to the, uh, behind the boat and the jet ski is how you control the boat. And oh, like, bro. it's like a boat slash jet ski. Huh. It's pretty cool. He was showing me that shit. You know, that was all into that crazy ass shit. That shit sounds pretty dope. But that shit would be crazy, man. Fucking, um, but yeah, man, I fucking enjoy the hot weather out here, but yeah, it does get a little too hot. My fucking Montau over here acting like it's fucking 150 degrees out. That was laid out. Hey, so hot weather, hot weather here, so when it's 90 degrees here, and if it's 90 degrees in California, does it feel the same, or is one place hotter than the other? Does it feel hotter out there than over here, or? Nah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it depends, it really depends where you're at. <clears throat> if you're closer to like the... Like, say you're, like, like by the beach cities, mm-hmm. it's not as hot, fool, and especially when you get into the beach cities because the breeze of the ocean and everything, open ocean, so it's not as hot, but I, I was telling Sky actually, when we went down there the first time that she went down there, she it was, like, 100 and something, like, 102, I think, mm-hmm. by where my dad stays at, and then she's like, oh, my God, it's going to be so great when we get to the, to the ocean, I was like, hell no, it's about to be like 70 or 60 degrees out there. That's how it's going to feel at least because mm-hmm. of the breeze. And the water's cold as a motherfucker. Yeah. Everybody up here just says that it's like humid. Everybody's like, oh, it's humid up here. It's humid. It's sticky. Over here, yeah, it's humid full compared to over there because it's not the same. It's not the same type of hot. It's I don't get how motherfuckers say they're sticky up here, though. 
How the fuck are you sticky? It's not that it's sticky, fool, but you know how when it gets really hot. You heard hot, people say that shit, yeah. though, right? When it's hot, they're like, oh, it's sticky. But you know what? What the fuck are you doing? You rubbing honey on yourself? How the <laughs> fuck are you sticky? <laughs> Just walking around like Winnie the Pooh and how shit. How the fuck you get sticky from being hot out? No, the I think the thing is, is like, they, they say that because there's no breeze sometimes when it's really hot, and it's just like the hot, and mm. it's like, fuck, like, it's like, goddamn, it's mm. like, I'm getting sweaty, I'm getting sticky, yeah. walking around like a fucking warm chorizo sausage. Should be crazy. Cake's getting all sweaty and... <laughs> all sweaty and sticky. <laughs> Wear less clothes. <laughs> it's the um, <clears throat> fucking yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh fucking! I know you're a fan of Nas, dog. I'm fucking excited to listen to that oh, yeah, album, yeah. man. I watched the live stream yesterday, and that shit was that shit was dope, man. Um, but I'm still I'm kind of I'm a frustrated fan right now, dog. I was like, before you go on, let me say something real quick before I forget. So, you know how we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago about the Kanye album mm-hmm. and shit like that? So, I was bumping some music earlier, right? And I was like, I don't know, man. There's just something about Kanye that, you know, I just expected more. Mm-hmm. And I was bumping some music earlier on Pandora, you know. for some, I guess the kids nowadays don't mm-hmm. listen to Pandora anymore. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys don't know what Pandora is, you fucking suck. And we ain't plugging them either. Yeah, but anyways, I was listening to it and a song came on, an old song, like one of the first songs I've ever heard from Kanye. It was... Um, the fuck I already forgot what it was <laughs> Ride Slow Oh Ride Slow Ride Slow homie yeah. Ride Slow And you know yeah. that's, and you know that brought me back I was like man I like this Kanye I like this Kanye This Kanye doesn't feel the same as the Kanye that, that was in, in this new album <clears throat> But let me tell you something about that and I talked about it with uh, my boy Hui last week on the podcast This album the Ye album is the closest to the old Kanye that we're gonna get on the production side with like the soulful and like how he's using a lot of choruses like it was close I'm not, I'm not talking about but, that I'm just talking about like his words yeah yeah but shit you gotta think about it man he doesn't have I mean I saw Consequence was at Wyoming but he really he really didn't have Consequence or Rhymefest or Talib Kweli with him when he's making an album and I think that's more of has to do with the change in Kanye the people that he's surrounding himself with like he's got a bunch of yes men a bunch of oh yeah Kanye I wanna hang around with you so this is great Type of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> slap me, slap me like Jamie Foxx is out here slapping bitches with dicks. <laughs> piss on me like R. Kelly piss on that fifteen year old. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, I feel you though. You know, like I told, you, I'm a Kanye fan regardless because I, I just I enjoy Kanye as a as a innovator that he is in music and in fashion. But I do feel you, like I I, I prefer the old Kanye. But, yeah, man, it shit happens. Yeah, because that's, like, one of the first songs I've ever heard from Kanye. And I think I heard that song before I even knew who he was. And I was like, yeah, who is this guy? This guy's pretty dope. But, I don't know. That's just, that just what popped into my head real quick. But, shit, what were you going to say before I interrupted you? Yeah, no, no. But, no, no, no. It's all good, man. Same topic. Nas. Kanye. Boom. I listened to the live oh, stream man. yesterday. And when I listened to it, it, it was dope. It was a dope album, man. But I'm frustrated as hell. I woke up. At fucking 6 in the morning to go to work. Mm. At 6.30, I was out of the shower. At 6.45, I was in my truck. Mm. First thing that I do is I looked up on Apple Music. Typed in Nas. I didn't see the fucking album. So then I typed in Nasir, the name of the album. Mm. Still not on there. And then what the fuck? So I go to work. And I'm looking for it. And then I go on, the, you know, Google it. And I guess they haven't uploaded the album yet. It's still not released yet. Mm. I was fucking pissed. Supposedly today, but there's a delay somehow. Taking this sweet ass fucking time, huh? But you know, as a Nas fan, I'll wait. I'm cool. But I'm a little pissed. But I'm a little (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) You ain't got no choice. I'll wait. Yeah, you have to. (laughs) Just like fuck, man. I'm frustrated. But no, yeah, but yeah, no. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm I'm about I'm about to pop that shit whenever it comes out. Cause like I've always said, one of the I think Nas is arguably top three, top two, any order. But one of my gripes always has always been with Nas is like his beat selection. Mm. He's had like Nomadic was dope, but he after that you know his beat selection hasn't been as great as it should be. Or so I'm looking forward to like to me Kanye is the best producer of all time. If not, and if he's not, it's Jay Dilla. Mm. Um, and so I'm excited for that soul factor, man. Hearing him on those beats, but then from what I heard yesterday, the beats aren't what I was expecting either. Bro, yeah, it's not. He, you can tell he catered a lot to like Nas's sound, mm-hmm. and he didn't go like the Kanye route. But that could be too, because I listened to it through a live stream, and I wasn't getting the yeah. full impact of it. Yeah. But 
I'm excited for it, man. I'm looking forward to that shit. Fucking, we'll see what happens with that, man. Um, hey, did you see Post Malone's fucking tattoo? Man, I don't even want to talk about homeboy dog. <laughs> I don't, I don't support culture vultures or culture appropriation, so I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't even want to talk about homeboy. But don't you think that's just stupid? I think anybody that tattoos their face, dog, whether you're rich or broke, that's stupid as hell, dog. It's like, yeah, at one point, like I'm tatted up, and you know I'm gonna keep getting tattoos, but my face is something I'll never touch. It's like at one point you're gonna get old. And it doesn't matter how time changes, you're going to look dumb as fuck with tattoos on your face. You know what you're I mean? You're going to look dumb as fuck with a tattoo that says, always oh, tired on your face. You're going to look dumb as fuck like that. Why Man. the fuck would you put always oh, tired on your fucking face? Because he's always tired, dog. So what the fuck? Yeah, you're going to have some of these thoughts out here putting out always horny. Always horny. Just, <laughs> I'm fucking fat. What the fuck? Why the fuck would you put out your situation out like that? I'm fucking hungry. I want some Chick-fil-A. What the fuck? Yeah, that's fucking dumb. I, I, I'm going to be like that one dude on, uh, instead of I need money on how high, I'm going to get I need weed. <laughs> I need weed. <laughs> fucking talking about weed, dog. You already know. Everybody knows how I feel about Trump. But one of the great things that I've seen that this idiot has done mm -hmm. is I heard he's going to support the federal legalization of marijuana. Do you think his uh, his Republican buddies are going to support that, though? Man, fuck, their, fuck his buddies, dog. At the end of the day, I, I, I don't like... My whole thing with marijuana, and I, and I don't want to dive too fucking deep into it, but I think anybody that... Like professional sports politicians, anybody that that supports like commercializing alcohol, but is against marijuana, can go eat a fucking dick. A fat one. A big one. The one they can find right around the corner. Cause like that shit is so dumb to me, dog. You you're willing to give somebody something that we know that there's enough there's enough history and and studies that have gone into it and seen the effects that alcohol has on a human on a human being. Mm -hmm. And you're okay with legalizing that, but a little bit of pot. That is going to make, you know, has, there's studies that show that THC and CBD have uh, clinical benefits for people and you don't want to fucking legalize it? Yeah, I mean, that's how it's been though for the fucking past 85 years yeah. or whatever, ever since they... Even know, hemp, fool, like hemp is a better, better than to use. Yeah, like, so, to, so do you think it's going to make a difference now? I mean, they've been, I, they've been I, like that forever. Well, I think, I think the sole reason why it's going to is because there's states that have fully, like, you know, have legalized it on a state level. And there's more studies and more people behind it. And I think times are changing. A lot of the millennials and a lot of people that are in their 30s grew up in a time where they've either, either tried they're marijuana or they knew people. Mm -hmm. And they're with it. So I think I think it's going to happen. And Shit, like, even before the millennials, all them hippies back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All the time. But, and then, um, but I'm glad, man. I, I would like to see Minnesota legalize it on a state level. But ideally, I would want to see it on a federal level be legalized. Because... Dude, people don't understand the benefits, not only of the users that they're going to have, but the benefits that it's going to bring to the economy. Because, dog, just imagine all those millions and probably even billions that that goes into the black market of marijuana. If you legalize that, that's all money that goes for taxes. taxes it, yeah, better taxes, schools, yeah. better roads. Fucking Minnesota seems like they're getting better roads all the time, and then they're fucked up right after the winter. No, you know what it is, is that... I guess there's something, there's something, I guess the roads get super fucked Cause up. Because the, the salt. No, not only that, but whenever it like, whenever it's really cold and then it gets really hot, oh, for I guess real? that cracks the roads. Yeah, yeah, I read about that shit. That's why Minnesota's always fucking having like their roads repaired. Because so, I guess it's so fucking cold in the winter and then in the summer you have days like fucking today and I guess that cracks the roads. Hey, so Elon Musk, you should stop worrying about SpaceX. And tell us how to fix these fucking roads. Fix these fucking roads. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's where all the that's where all their fucking state taxes are going. Everybody's gotta fix a fucking road somewhere. Every fucking summer. And then and then you only get three fucking months for them to actually fix it because the rest of the year is it's fucking the ground's frozen, they can't do shit. So for three fucking months, you're stuck in traffic all the time because of the roads that they're fixing. And then the next year, the next road next to it fucking cracks, and then you gotta fix that one. Dude, that's one thing that pisses me off. Just last week, talking about the fucking roads. Carlo play soccer. We're going. His game's at 8.30. We're going. I usually leave like at 8, 8 o'clock from here. It takes us 10 minutes to get there. And I go and set up, volunteering and stuff. And fucking go there. And I didn't know they had close fucking 41. Damn. And now it takes me fucking 20 minutes to get around that. So Minnesota, I'm sick of your shit and your fucking roads. So fuck your roads and legalize some bud. 
Hell yeah. So you can at least get high while you're waiting. <laughs> while you're waiting <laughs> on the fucking roads. And while we're at it, legalize every fucking Latino too, you motherfuckers. <laughs> God damn it. Even the ones with felonies. Yeah, maybe the road, maybe the fucking roads would be done by now, actually. Oh, oh shit, that's a good point. Fuck, see? That's this a good is a, point, yeah. We're finding solutions just for the state right now. Yeah. Fucking bring us to the fucking bring us to the uh uh to St. Paul. We'll, we'll fucking sit at the Capitol. Fucking Von Juan for mayor. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> hey man, Trump got elected. You never know. Hey man, hey, hey shit. Yeah. Trump getting elected has every crazy motherfucker out there thinking like, you know what? I might run. I can dream now. Did you, did you hear about that fucking some leader? Like some guy that was literally the leader of, of like some KKK movement or like a Nazi. Oh party yeah, he's movement. running for senate. He's or something? running for senate yeah. in Illinois. Yeah, I'm like this crazy motherfucker. And, and I he's bet like, you hey, he's gonna get elected. No, I guess I guess even the Republicans are like, nah, we don't fuck with this motherfucker. Ah, oh, but they fuck with Trump though. They, Trump yeah, is okay. Yeah. Well, because I guess he wasn't so out there. This motherfucker was literally like. They have pictures of him and shit, like being the leader of a fucking of a Nazi movement. The gra- grabber by the pussy wasn't out there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Speaking talking of, talking about that dumb, you know, talking about our, Trump, yeah, our president, our president, uh-huh. Kim Jong Un and, mm. and Trump, little man and, and rocket man, or what is mm. it called, rocket man and rocket and, man. <laughs> what did you think about that, dog? I don't know. I mean, if they, I mean, if they're getting some shit done, I mean, I but don't I, even know. From what I read, and again, listeners, I'm not an expert on politics, but either, I'm a casual. I'm a casual reader. We're not experts on anything. Whatever we say, we just fucking. We're casual it. readers. But what I read, though, is one of the things that I read is that the U.S. actually gave up more to have them denutralize on on on. Um, you know what? I heard the same thing, and I heard that like all the propaganda machines over there, like in North Korea or whatever, are like. Saying like, oh, you know, Jim Kung, Jim King, whatever the fuck you pronounce his name. The Rocket um, Man. They, yeah, they just call him the Rocket Man. The, the motherfucker with the funny haircut. That he's that they're saying that that he basically made Trump his bitch. That he made him do what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that and that's what I read. But man, like, I just my whole thing with uh, North Korea, and this is I guess where I'll leave it at. Until I see that they denutralize and they get rid of all those. Uh, nuclear bombs they have and all the nuclear uh, um, technology they have until I see that they actually get rid of that shit I won't believe it because hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if two months from now Kim Jong-un gives his little finger to, to Trump pulling trap pull some sneaky shit huh hell yeah little yeah. rocket man little motherfucker yeah I can see it I can see him plying with that with that other fool Putin damn hmm. there, there, there it goes we ain't gonna get played in Russia now I brought that fool up it's a wrap I don't think they would. Yeah, I don't think they play anything over there. That's sad, dog. Just <laughs> you can't. You can't listen to this. You can't watch this. I know, right? That's fucked up. I'd be mad. I heard the fools in the. I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard the the North Korean soldiers can come in your crib and they're gonna tell you, "I'm gonna fuck your girl. You better sit right there." For real? Like yeah, that? that's some crazy God shit. Damn. But that's up. happening to fools out here, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they just don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm, and the girl likes it. Yeah. Hey, I've even heard stories about. <laughs> I've even heard stories about you know bitches being out there like that. Sorry, women. I mean women, being out there like that, and they bring the side dude in the crib, and he even puts the sandals on and rocks the Jordan sandals and shit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I even yeah. heard shit like that, so you know, I guess I heard, it's not too bad. Hey, I, I heard you had a, a big old nice shoulder to cry on, though. <laughs> who? I don't know who. I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I heard. You're just clowning. Yeah, yeah, dog, you know, it's, it's hard out here for some people, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, man. That, that, that leads me on to my other thing, you know. Motherfuckers, bitches getting tapped with their Jordan sandals on, the chocolates. <laughs> Fook said he put his. I heard. That homie put his put Jordan sandals on and went to the fridge and grabbed a glass of milk to you know re up for round two. Damn. Just to be ready. And ate his cookies too while he was at it. It literally took Damn. his cookie. Damn. That's crazy, dog. But that leads me on to my next point, you know. Where I want to close it off at. You know, all you soft ass fools out here crying over women. Acting either you're crying over women or acting hard like you don't need women. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> Man the fuck up. It's disgusting out here. And all you hoes out here popping that pussy just for a bottle at the club, cut it out. I'm sick of that shit. Take care of your fucking kids. Throwing them cheeks around just for dinner. Got the kid out. Got the kid at the crib living off wick, but y'all over there drinking Patron shots. Oh man, that's 
That reminds me of this one chick that my sister knows. Um, I forgot. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. But, yeah, this bitch has a kid, fool. And she would ask my sister to babysit her, right? To babysit her daughter. And she would leave her there, like, all fucking night. And then all fucking day the next day. Mm. And it's like, damn, what the fuck were you at? Mm, I can tell you where she was at. She wasn't with one dude. She was with the squad. <laughs> it's like, don't, did you forget about your kid or what? Your kid's like three years old. What the fuck? So, oh, no, that's just tripping. It's a public service announcement for all you bitches out there leaving the kids with somebody else. Wash your kids and wash your ass. You're yeah. sick of it. Big Fern, you got anything else to say to these listeners before we cut it out? Remember, crackheads, don't smoke bed bugs. Unless, you know, unless unless you find them at your own home, then probably smoke them because there's not really no other way to get rid of them. So I think all Big Fern is trying to say is, you dirty motherfuckers and you dirty bitches, stay off the drugs. we go way back. And who y'all comparing me to is nonsense. Show gratitude in the presence of dominance. I think they're scared of us, yeah. I think they're scared of us. Moors and Masons. John Hansen was not the first black pres to make it. Abe Lincoln did not free the enslaved. Progress was made because we forced the proclamation. SWAT was created to stop the Panthers. Glocks were created for murder enhancement. For hunting men, circumstances. Edgar Hoover was black. Willie Lynch is a myth. Colombians created crack.